Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. The Imagine More Success Radio Show is the all-new and all-about-you show with successful entrepreneurs and business experts sharing their stories and powerful takeaways while providing you with the tips, tools, tactics, and a free weekly gift to help you thrive. Your hosts for the Imagine More Success Radio Show are the best-selling authors, Cindy Hendricks, a certified business consultant, and Thomas Hydes, a certified world-class public speaking coach. Check out the Imagine More Success Radio Show at imaginemoresuccess.net because now's the time for you to realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Hey, welcome to the Imagine More Success Radio Show with Cindy and Thomas. We're so happy to have you here today. We want to thank you for joining us. It's been a very uh, interesting time for a lot of people all around the world. It's been a, a very interesting time for our show as well as we've begun to 
to morph it back into really connecting with business leaders who have some really powerful assistance for you, especially in a time like today when the business world seems to be on, on its head. And while a lot there's a lot of change going on right now in a lot of people's businesses, a lot of the key principles that have to do with being successful in your business have remained. Maybe they need to be tweaked a little bit. Maybe they need to be energized a little bit as well. But we've got a really awesome guest today who's going to help you actually do just that. We're going to be talking with Debbie Hoffman today. Debbie is the owner of the Power Up, your follow-up. Um, she actually helps you to convert more prospects into clients without being salesy. And I know that that's something that most people you know, love that idea. Cindy, you, you don't love being salesy, do you, or being sold to like that, do you? Hard for me to work from a script. I like to do my own work, and it's it's worked for me, but not everybody you know, can do that. Of course, after I've written 12 books, words come pretty easily to me. But Debbie is a powerhouse. So everybody needs to listen up and take some notes because uh, she really is the real deal and will be able to help for those who need some extra work in that arena. Yeah, but first, first I'd like to comment on what you had to say about um, the, sta the state of our world right now. And I just like to make a comment that I've noticed that many women have had an extra little kick in their step and smiles on their faces because they can all get their hair done and their nails and toes done now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I, I agree with that. It's so true. Yeah, I mean, I'm serious. I've seen it. And, uh, you know, we gals, we've got to have our, you know, our beauty treatments to feel really good about ourselves to be able to step up there and do the follow-up work. <laughs> Girls and guys, too, I agree. Well, Absolutely. yeah, exactly. And I want to take a moment to just kind of give you a quick introduction to exactly who Debbie Hoffman is. She is a heart-based follow-up expert, speaker, and founder of Power Up Your Follow-Up. She works closely with relationship-driven entrepreneurs, coaches, and network marketers who are letting their potential clients and income kind of slip through the cracks because they don't really have a reliable follow-up system in place. But her proven step-by-step follow-up blueprint supports them so they have really more ideal clients saying yes to them and working with them and uh, creating really beneficial partnerships for everyone involved. Debbie, we're really happy to have you today. Thank you for joining us on the show again. Debbie Hoffman. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Very cool. Uh, Debbie, I know that you've spent a lot of time helping a lot of clients. You actually shared a story with us uh, prior to the radio show about how you helped one of your clients. Take a moment and tell us a little bit about that story. Oh, wow. So this is uh, one of my favorite people in the world. She's uh, Gwen. She's a professional organizer and interior designer. And when we met, her business was going pretty well, but it had kind of stalled out and she wanted to grow. And we talked about networking to grow your business. And she said, I hate networking. I hate how people are so salesy and pushy. And I hate all the pressure that I feel to, you know, try to sell and get clients. And so we worked on a mindset shift around networking to show up in service and to let go of your agenda. Just see how you can help people, right? Just create sure. relationships. And we also worked on what she was going to say in front of the room. She went to like a BNI type event where you get to share in 30 seconds what you do. And so at her first event, people came up to her afterwards and said that was the most compelling introduction we've ever heard. They got together with her, eight new clients and $20,000 in income came wow. in from networking within the first six weeks of working together. Now she loves networking. She's been <laughs> dating, quote unquote, dating networking events. And 80% of her income comes in from networking now 80 percent that is wow. incredible yeah pretty amazing and another part of the story can i share a little bit more about this because there was something course, else yeah. that was super cool so she i always help my clients to create what i call the chicken list which is the list of people who you've been afraid to call you've hesitated calling for <laughs> whatever reason right and so i make it fun and call it the chicken list so there was this woman on the list who was referred to her that she never followed up with. And to me, that's like, ouch, you know, you never want to not follow up with someone who's referred to you. Anyway, that's a business woman, sin, Debbie. What's that? That is a business sin. I know, I know. But I didn't make her wrong. We just kind of tried to fix the situation. Anyway, she reaches out to this woman who ran an assisted living facility, and they were looking for a professional organizer to refer their new 
uh, residents to because they were downsizing. She helps them downsize and move into assisted living. Long story short, she met with her. The woman was so impressed. She has brought in $50,000 in income from that one woman who she wow. never called because she didn't have a follow-up system in place. And now she does. So she's just walking wow. and rolling her business right now. And she's so much more confident. I'll That's bet she so doesn't cool. let any referrals go by now. <laughs> uh, no, she doesn't because she has the Debbie doll sitting on her, her shoulder going, what would Debbie say? Debbie would say, call this person right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. The Debbie doll. I'm going to have to use that. I have to come up with and, something like that for me and, too. <laughs> and have her put a post-it note with 50K on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What a great story. Debbie, you've had a really extensive background, you know, 20 years of working on Wall Street as a managing managing director, actually with over $25 billion in sales, which I think is just an incredible number. Uh, you also took your organizational skills and your extraordinary ability to really connect with people, created multiple six-figure businesses. But what is it that really pushed you into helping people with this follow-up? What was it you saw in the marketplace that uh, led you in this direction? Great question. Actually, I didn't see anything. Like, I didn't wake up one day and go, oh, I'm amazing at follow-up. I need to teach people mm -hmm. this. That's not how it happened. The way it happened was I was following up with a woman who I met at a conference where I was a vendor for some health and wellness products at the time. And she asked me to follow up with her, which I did for 14 months. Not easy to do. Wow. And finally, she became a client and left me a message one day and she said, Debbie, you need to teach me your follow-up system. You're amazing at this. I struggle with this. We need to talk. So we got on the phone, and she said to me, no one follows up with me the way you do. You have a gift. People struggle with this. You need to do something with this. You need to help people. And I said to her, what are you talking about? Like, I had no clue about any of this. And I really believe, guys, that we all have a gift, that thing that we just do naturally that we take for granted. And sometimes it takes someone outside of us to point it out. And she was my angel. And she said, you've got to launch, you've got to do something with this. And so I launched this brand new business, um, not looking for it. I didn't, like I said, I didn't wake up one day saying, I've got to teach people this. And over the years, I've seen this is the missing piece of the puzzle for so many people. They make everything else more important and they avoid the follow-up and the sales piece like the plague. So that's kind of yeah. how it all happened. Well, you, you know, so? that's tied to rejection. And most people really yeah. can't deal with rejection, no matter what direction of life that it comes from. So good on you. You might even want to write another book on rejection. <laughs> well, I talk a lot about the limiting beliefs and things that stop people. And one of them is fear of rejection. And the big, big one that stops people from following up is they don't want to appear salesy or pushy and they don't know how to follow up in a way that doesn't feel salesy and pushy so they just don't do it they don't know what to do they don't know what to say and they don't want to be salesy what do you think is, is the other major roadblock for people that kind of forces that or you know pushes them to step away from following up well the limiting beliefs is the big big thing and like i mentioned they don't know what to do and they don't know what to say and so they're very uncomfortable and so they don't have language that's, that feels authentic to them. And most people have never been taught follow-up and sales skills. Like I see entrepreneurs who are so brilliant at what they do. They have this incredible gift, but they've never been taught these skills. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching this, because once people have these skills in place and they have a system and a process in place, they become more confident. So lack of confidence keeps people from following up. But when they know what to do and what to say, they become more confident and they, they show up uh, in that more confident way, more as a leader, and they become more magnetic and then they attract people to them. So those are like the key things. Um, they're disorganized too. People are so disorganized. They tell me they have business cards like scattered all over their desks or in baggies <laughs> or in boxes. I hear that from everybody. <laughs> I have clients I sometimes they show really me common. that on, on Zoom they show me, right? So those are some of the big issues that people are dealing with that really keep them from following up effectively and growing their business. Very cool. You know, I I think both Cindy and I would, would say that we agree with that 100%. There's definitely <laughs> limiting beliefs around uh, around uh, a lot of the actions that or inaction that people 
uh, have feelings around in general that that fear of rejection as well as having a really wonderful beautiful process so when we come back in the next segment we're going to be spending more time with debbie hoffman so we can learn more about exactly what her system is and how it can help you thrive in this very uh new and different economy that we're experiencing right now with so many new challenges just so you don't fall behind, now's the time for you to learn how to power up your follow-up. So do stick around with us here on the Imagine More Success radio show. like to be able to read other people's minds well the next best thing is here when you know how to read a person's name you know how the person thinks feels and behaves each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names including the first and last impression people remember about us Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. Path Home Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Path Home founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. We've been spending the day today with Debbie Hoffman, who is the creator of Power Up Your Follow-Up, how to convert more prospects into clients without being salesy. Um, We've been having a really nice conversation about some of the roadblocks that uh, show up for people when they're actually in the process of creating new clients, 
finding and building these incredible relationships with new clients and turning prospects into long-term uh, business partners. Well, Thomas? Yes. I have some follow-up from our last segment for Please. Debbie. And I have to share that I took my box of loaded with business cards and I hid it in my farthest away desk drawer. <laughs> Ouch. So, <laughs> so what can you tell people who are doing that? What to do with those with that box of cards? Uh, yes. Love to talk about this. Love to talk about this. First step is you need to have a system in place. You need technology in place to keep track of all these people once you enter them in to the system. And it's called a CRM. It stands for Customer Relationship Management System. And what I'm finding is most people are using notebooks or Excel <laughs> spreadsheets or Word documents or the, just the cards on their desk. And when they want to call somebody, they just look for their card. So that doesn't work really well, just saying. And it's not as effective as it could be. So first step is to get a CRM. I have vetted some. There's millions of them out there. So your listeners can go to powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash resources to check out some there. There's so many different ones and everyone's got different needs. So I can't answer the question, what CRM should I get until I know more about what people need? So that's the first step. And then the thought of entering like that box of cards is probably overwhelming to you, right, Cindy? Like just looking at those <laughs> cards going, how many days is it gonna take me to do this? Yes, right? well, I, I shipped off the first box <laughs> to an assistant and I'm working on the second box. <laughs> cool, well, that's that's one way to do it. If, people, if your listeners can uh, budget in having an assistant, that is the best way to do it, to hire somebody overseas you can probably get someone to do it for $8 an hour, something like that. That's very affordable. That's the best way to do it. If you can't do that, then what I recommend you do is go through the cards and the people who you remember and you remember having a good conversation with, maybe they were potential clients who were interested in learning more about what you do and you didn't have a system so they slipped through the cracks or maybe they were someone who you could partner up with to refer people back and forth. Call those people first and just do one at a time. Get the card, enter the person's contact in the CRM, call them, leave them a message, and then put a reminder in the CRM. Because when you have a CRM, you can put reminders in for your next step so you don't forget about people. Because it is impossible to keep track of all this information in your head. And my clients who come to me tell me that they're without a CRM, they've just been letting you know people slip through the cracks. And now... They're following up more consistently. They're staying in touch with people longer. And guess what? They're getting more clients. So that's the first step to uh, doing something with those cards. But don't throw them out. Don't ever throw a card out, <laughs> ever. That's like a dagger in my heart. Don't do that. <laughs> well, it felt it felt really good to, to, to mail that first box. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Very I proactive, bet. yes. Yeah. You know, there's something in your story that really stuck out to me. Debbie, that um, you said that when you talked to Gwen, who was your client, who uh, worked with you for about six weeks and then almost immediately got eight new clients, $20,000 in income, um, you said that you talked to her and you worked with her mindset about working and to show up in in service rather than being salesy. Talk to me a little bit about that as a concept. Okay, so that's my underlying philosophy, Thomas, of everything that I teach is just to let go of your agenda, to let go of the attachment to the results that you're looking for, and just to see how you can help people, how you can show up in service. So what I taught her to do, what we discussed, was just to learn about people, find out what their needs are, see how you can help them. Because what happens is, I'm sure you, you both have experienced this, you know when you show up at a networking event and someone comes up to you and they stick their card in your face, and then they just they just throw up all over you, right? They just fire hose you down, like right with what they do. It does happens. that happen to either of you? It happens, yeah, absolutely. It happens. So how does that feel? Like icky, right? Doesn't feel good. No. So we don't want to be that person. So when you show up and, and you get curious and you ask questions and you try to find out about someone, their guard will come down, their heart will open, and they'll say, Oh my gosh. This person, you know, she's not trying to, he or she isn't trying to sell me. She's actually trying to help me. I want to see what I can do to help this person in return. And so it just creates this trust and this instant rapport. And so I'm always 
talk to my clients about find, find ways to help people, find out what they're looking for, what resources they need, if they're looking to network, like whatever it is that they need, find out and then, and then give them a resource, create a connection for them, introduce them to somebody. So that's what I mean, Thomas, when talking about And sometimes about it forces people, sometimes it forces people to follow up when they have to send them information from their desk. Oh, yeah, it sure does. Yes. Forced cool. follow-up. Forced follow-up. <laughs> but that it makes all the difference in the world to show up that way. You have more fun. It takes the pressure off of you. You can show up more authentically. And just try to build relationships. Because when you build those relationships, it might take a little longer, but you'll actually end up with more clients than you would if you went to the networking event looking for clients. And that's yeah. what most people do. They go looking for clients and they say to me, networking doesn't work because I go to these events and no one's signing up to work with me. It's like, have you had any meetings or conversations with people afterwards? I go, no. It's like, well, people don't marry you, ask you to marry you on the first date. Like people don't say yes on the first date, right? You have to build the relationship. So when you first meet someone, the relationship is just getting started. It's just being initiated. Follow up is how that connection is nurtured step by step. And I, uh, a kind of interesting statistic that I've seen recently is that as time goes on, it seems that people need more touches in order to make a financial decision than they yes. did before. Yes. Are you finding that in the real world as well? Like, Oh, yes. I share these statistics all the time, Thomas, that, uh, well, first of all, 48% of entrepreneurs who you'll meet at an event or networking event or wherever will never follow up with you. 48%. Wow. Crazy. I know. And I'm surprised it's not higher. It might be now, but this, based on a few years ago, it was 48%. So almost half of the people you meet, you'll never hear from. And that's true. Nobody ever follows up with me. It's hysterical. And then research shows that it takes, on average, five minimum contacts for someone to say yes to working with you. And some experts even say 8 to 15. But only 8% of entrepreneurs make it to that fifth contact. So they're all just dropping like flies, mm. you know, going from the first to the second to the third. And as 8%, of course, are doing 80% of the business out there. So the whole, it's, you know, it's all about the follow-up, right? So yeah. yeah. You know, there's a, um, a gentleman that I worked with on public speaking that I learned from, named Craig Valentine, and a little behind the curtain there. He actually said that the bulk of the sales that he had from his email marketing campaign was on the seventh, on the seventh email or just yeah. after the seventh email. And he said at the 12th email, 96% of, of people who would buy at any point within, within I think a two year time period had purchased it within the first 12 emails. And, um, I was just fascinated by that. And I actually went back and I looked, I said, I signed up for a course with him actually it was on the seventh email. Mm. It was just like, I mean, it was really funny to see that. I, when I looked at the time of when I purchased the course, it was right after his seventh email. And, um, you know, I guess it really does take that amount of time to build relationships. And, and think about this. You're building a relationship with someone based upon email content, not necessarily putting in the time on one-on-one -on -one exactly. sales. Tell, yeah. tell me how that, how that kind of supercharges a business. <laughs> oh, my God. Do I have a story to share with you? So um, when, it's an e when it's emails, there's no personal contact. So it's going to take a lot longer. So recently, and this has happened to me several times, I, um, I'm hosting networking events twice a month now. And, and I made an invitation to people for people to join this profitable networking formula program that I just created, five-week program. I've been teaching this information for years, but I just created it in a five-week format instead of in my six-month and you know one-year programs. So I made this invitation, and I think a couple of people went on to the site, and they registered, signed up on their own. Then I called everybody else. I called everybody that was on the networking event that day and ended up with 22 people signing up for the program. Wow. Because I called them. Because I called them, right? Yes. Uh, actually, not all of them. For No, some of them, I'm sorry, some of them, five of them, I spoke, I was interviewed uh, by a friend of mine who's a coach. She does the limiting beliefs work and also some sales stuff. And so those people heard me speak and they signed up on their own. But everyone else, I called. And it was the personal touch because no one's doing that anymore. They're sending, they have email marketing campaigns. They're yep. not calling people. 
And people want that human connection. They want to know that you care, that they're not just a person on your email list. And that makes all the difference in the world. Especially now. Especially now. And I want to actually bring that up because one of you mentioned before what's going on in the, in the world right now. Especially now, people need human connection. And so this is the time to be following up with people more than ever before. Number one, people are easier to reach because they're not going out that much, right? They're home That's more. That's very true, yeah. And they want to hear from people who care about them. Every single time I call someone, they thank me for following up with them. They thank me. And they don't just say, oh, thank you. They actually go, thank you so much. Like they get really, they're really excited and and thrilled that I've called them because no one else is calling. I can completely see that. And oh. when we come back, we're definitely going to continue the conversation around not just email follow-up, which has become so prevalent now, but also some more one-on-one follow-up as we continue our conversation with Debbie Hoffman, who's teaching you how you can power up your follow-up. So please stick around for the next section of the Imagine More Success radio show. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call one 702 8598 That's one 702 8598 Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. We've been having a great conversation today with Debbie Hoffman. If you haven't been with us uh, in our two previous segments, we've been talking about how you as an entrepreneur or you as a business professional can really increase your sales and increase your relationship building by focusing on follow-up with the people that you encounter, especially at networking events and with any existing 
business relationship that you already have. Debbie, quick question for you. As you're working with people, obviously when you come into the process of helping someone, you're probably helping them first with dealing with new people that are coming into their business sphere as they can as you continue to work with them do you then also kind of go back and help them reconnect with some older business relationships that they already have oh definitely so one of the things i see is a is a big like dropping the ball <laughs> type thing is that people are not following up with their old clients they're people they've worked with in the past and there's so much opportunity there on so many different levels one to find out how they're doing you know, to find out if they got results working with you, to find out what the experience was like working with you so you can learn what worked well that you want to keep doing more of and maybe where you can improve your service. So it's a really valuable conversation to have. Um, and then to get refer, ask for referrals and, and their testimonial if they've had good results. So following up with past clients is huge, and most people are not doing it, I find, when they start working with me. So I have a whole process for that. Actually, can I share a story around that? Please, a really yes. powerful story? So there's this woman in L.A., and she was a business consultant to uh, people who owned uh, companies in the entertainment industry, the whole Hollywood crowd. And she, was nev she never followed up with people who she worked with in the past. And so we worked out a whole process, what to say when she called them, what to say in the emails. She got so many people, and she started offering like a VIP day some things that they hadn't done with her before. She got so much business from this whole process that she had to hire more coaches to work with her because she oh, couldn't wow. handle all the business that she got. So <laughs> not only did they start signing up to work with her again, but then they gave her referrals as well. So it's so powerful because they've already worked with you. They already love you. And people are going out from networking event to event, meeting new people when in their backyard they're sitting on a gold mine like all these people already know you and love you why not reach out and see if they still have a need and if they have referrals so so that's one thing and then in terms of following up with past you know partners you know people who you can jv with or power you know just power partners referral partners yes it's you know even if you don't even if you haven't spoken to them in a really long time it's still great to call them and most people feel awkward calling and so they they say, oh, it's been so long, I'm so uncomfortable calling, but they actually appreciate it when you call out of the clear blue. So there's always a way to follow up with people from the past. Debbie, I have a question for you on a formula that someone um, used with me to follow up. And he's a high-powered uh, business coach, and he had his assistant call me. And you know, I've been really busy this summer, and so I got a call every week, and I finally told her, I said, you know what, how about I just connect with you when I'm ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what do you think about that process that people use of having an assistant or someone else uh, service give you a call and try to set up an appointment? Well, let me ask, let me just turn the question around for a moment. How did it feel to you? Well, I didn't book the appointment. <laughs> right. So there's your, there's your answer. So... There are a lot of coaches out there. They don't. They they have such a huge business. They can't get on the phone with people. Like they just they've grown so big that mm -hmm. they have to have a team, and mm -hmm. it, it works for a lot of people. Um, and I make all my own follow up calls. I always have, and I always will, because people want to hear from me. They're hiring me. I actually just for fun, someone reached out to me. Uh, it was a coach who worked with this big coach. And we set up a call, like a discovery call. And she was, you know, she was inviting me to work, you know, join a program. I didn't even know the coach. I had no experience with him. She was one of his students, one of his clients. And she was just kind of learning the ropes. And she was going to be the one that was going to be coaching, doing some of the coaching. And I was like, this does not work for me. Right. I mean, to me, mm -hmm. it was just such a icky experience like I just I don't want to do that so so it does work for some people when they have really good coaches who are are doing their sales calls for them and doing their reach out it's better than not getting a call at all so if, if coaches don't have time and they can't do the follow-up then then they have to hire somebody to do it but if you have the time I think that's what you want to prioritize because like, like I said earlier people want that human connection they want to know that you really care about them 
Well, I think you I nailed it. You nailed it in that, you know, a, a very experienced, successful business person does not want to be called and sold by an inexperienced person. Right, right. Yeah. So you have to be careful who you hire. If you are going to hire people, you want to hire really good people who really know what they're doing. And that can also, that have the same, uh, more, you know, values and ethics and, you know, way of showing up in the world, you know, as you do, like they have to, yes. they're, they're representing your brand. So you have to be really careful who you're bringing in. Exactly. So if, if you don't mind pulling back the curtain a little bit, we, I'd kind of like to pick your brain about what your daily routine looks like. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on the day, but I'll tell you uh, right now I'm in creation mode because I'm creating this program as we go and um, we're almost finished with it. But I love, obviously, I love following up with people. So I love making time to, you know, blocking out time to call people. That's when I have the most fun. That's what I enjoy doing the most. So I'll just share what I recommend most people do because right now my schedule is not a normal schedule. But I recommend people block out time every day to follow up, especially if they're attending an event, whether it's virtual or in person one day, uh, to be able to do that again, to block out time after you network, after you go to an event or a seminar or a retreat to follow up with people. And every day to block out, you know, a half hour to an hour minimum, because following up is an income producing activity, right? And so yes. for instance, yesterday, even though I'm doing this, um, I'm in creation mode the last four weeks, I called an existing client who's in a program and I've been inviting people to continue on for another six months. So I took out, I had it in my calendar. So that's part of my, my routine. I block off the time to call people and I called her and she was a yes, she wants to continue on. So we signed her up to continue on and I went back to my creation mode. So you, know, you want to block out time, but not more than an hour at a time because your energy will wane and people will feel it. So you have to be in a high frame of mind, high energy. And so I recommend people move around, dance, do jumping jacks, do take a walk, <laughs> do something before they make these calls so that they are more energetic. Sort of a little laugh out of Cindy because we have a little inside joke about that very same thing. <laughs> hey, Good. I wasn't going to bring it up. Hey, it's okay. We're doing jumping jacks. There's dancing. There's music. It's it's all kinds of stuff. That's great. That's completely, great. Completely. Oh, what are you talking about? So basically, the routine is. I didn't cue her either. <laughs> Just you have it. to. You have to set aside time every day to do the fault because it is an income-producing activity. And if and I'm finding people are spending all this time with website design and creating posts for Facebook, all these things that are important. But if you don't have a, if you're not following up with people, you'll be the best kept secret. So you have mm. to spend time every day. And if you can do two hours a day, even better. Now, I know that you, you um, help people kind of create scripts as well for a lot of the things that they say. And I'm a firm believer in that as well. I think it's really important to have scripts as well as sound bites, especially for doing a podcast, doing a radio show, a television show, anything like that. Um, how important are scripts and how resistant are clients often to using them, at least in the beginning? Well, I feel, so there's two things. I feel that script having scripts is really, really important, but only to use as a roadmap. Because the worst thing is if somebody reads from a script, and we have this happen to us all the time with telemarketers. Like mm. it's so ingenuine and you just want to hang up, right? Because it just... It just doesn't feel good. So I create them so that people have a roadmap to keep them on track, but I don't want people reading scripts. I want them to be natural. I want them to be authentic. I don't want them to use my words if those words wouldn't sound or feel good coming out of their mouth. So it's just a guideline for people. So I think, I think they're very important. My clients are not resistant because they, my clients love these scripts and templates because they don't have to recreate the wheel they don't have to start from scratch like it really helps them uh, the reason people resist is because they 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 don't like when people use scripts on them because people are robotic and so yeah. you have to be really careful not to be that way and to be very natural and i think well, and a big part the age of authenticity yes and that certainly wouldn't be i, I, I agree one of, the, one of the great things you're talking about is is the collaboration to help them create it um, it, that, that's got to be of tremendous value. 
It is, it is so valuable. For instance, there is a, a template I created for people when they meet with a potential partner, you know, for a coffee date, where they actually have created their the language of what they want that person to say on their behalf. So it's like a referral language template. And my clients love this template probably more than anything. And when they meet with people and they offer to send it and they say to the person, you can use this template if you'd like to create your referral language and send it back to me. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like they, and every time I offer it to people, they are so appreciative because they don't want to create something from scratch. It takes so much time. So when people get it, they really appreciate it. Hey, everybody yeah. loves to have a cliff note or a uh, template. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're going to come back in just a few minutes in the next section of the uh, emer- the um, the radio show here today. We're going to continue our conversation with Debbie Hoffman. We're going to continue talking about powering up your follow-up. And we want to encourage you to stick around because in the next segment, we actually have a free gift from Debbie, which is really incredible. And we're excited to share that with you today. So please stick around. Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. It's formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Ancients knew what we have forgotten. In order to be empowered by nature, one must be aligned with the way life works. We've become increasingly disconnected from the earth and her cycles to our extreme detriment. The medicine wheel ceremony is an ancient rite practiced by shaman worldwide to recalibrate their people with the powers of the universe. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, at the Galactic Shamanism Retreat this spring equinox, March 18th through the 22nd, in the beautiful Colorado mountains. During this life-changing three-day medicine wheel training, you'll learn to build and maintain your own cross-cultural shamanic medicine wheel to promote manifestation, health, and personal power. Empower yourself with the wisdom of the ancients. Contact Touch In at findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. We've been having a really great conversation today with Debbie Hoffman, who's been really helping us to learn how to follow up and how to power up your follow up. It's been a really, really great show today. Um, If you want to check out her website, go to powerupyourfollowup.com. 
uh, that's where you can find some really tremendous resources, information about the products that she offers, as well as some really excellent one-on-one -on -one opportunities, as well as a great overview on how you can begin to increase your skills at networking, which is a very valuable skill in business. Um, do you have a favorite book called Everyday Holiness uh, by Alan Morris? Um, tell me how that kind of impacted your life, Debbie. Wow. So um, this is a, it's an ancient spiritual practice that I never knew about, and it's it I it's a it's a it's a daily practice for me. So I read about these different soul traits like patience, um, trust, loving kindness. There's all these. There's so many soul traits, and each day. I go into my day being more aware of how I'm being around that soul trait. And it's changed my life, actually. Um, I'm so much more aware of who I'm being and how I'm showing up in the world. And I'm catching myself, like when I get impatient, and then I can make a choice of how I'm going to respond. So it's, um, it's just, I'm just so much more fulfilled and happier and just more aware of who I'm being in the world. And it's been an incredible journey. And um, I'm very grateful that it's part of my life. Beautiful. You know, it's not every day that you hear people talk about a book that they've read having that kind of impact on them. So we want to thank you for sharing that today. That's really pretty awesome. Sure. Um, yeah, I know you spent quite a bit of time uh, working on Wall Street. Tell us a little bit about what that experience was like. <laughs> well, it was back in the Sounds 80s. tiring. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I loved it at the beginning because uh, it was just a really great time to be on Wall Street. And But it was me and the guys. So I was constantly, um, you know, came a lot from that masculine side. And we all have that feminine masculine side. And Wall Street, it was totally fine to come out, you know, come across that way. So I loved it. I was super successful there. I always thrived and did really well. Um, but there came a time where when I became a mom that I wanted to be home and and be with my family. And so I did quit. But I loved it. It was it was I learned a lot, but I learned a lot of skills that were not transferable into this entrepreneurial world. So I had to unlearn um, that put because it was very being pushy and salesy and relentless was what it was all about on Wall Street. And that did not work in the entrepreneurial world. So I learned the hard way. So. I made all the mistakes. So what I teach my clients now is to, you know, all the, I say them a lot of time because I made all the mistakes and I can direct them in a way that uh, will save them a lot of time and, and uh, energy. That's very <laughs> valuable. What people may not realize, Debbie, is in the 80s, uh, the stock exchange and Wall Street was like 99% men yes. and very, very masculine in communication and other ways. Oh, yeah. And, at the time, I was a manager for Casual Corner, and I won a trip to New York with about 50 other managers across the country. And I want you to know, we stopped the New York Stock Exchange for five minutes. Can you imagine 50 beautifully dressed women <laughs> up in the gallery? <laughs> <laughs> and all these guys were just, you know, stopped, standing right. up at us. It was, it was really yeah. funny. <sighs> so that story. tells you the kind of mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I loved it when I was there. It was just it got old, and I, you know, that's when I decided I'm done, and I left. And so it was mm -hmm. perfect timing for me to leave. Very cool. I'll bet you were awesome. It was, it was. Well, I was because I was coming. I was the one, the touchy feely person there, right? So all my clients were men, and they were so relieved to have a woman that had a heart, you know, even yeah. though I was still aggressive and pushy. Um, they really enjoyed that. So I definitely had an, an edge, but it was a lot of work trying to keep up with all these guys. It just yes. was a lot of work. Debbie, you have a really pretty amazing gift for the listeners today. If you would, go ahead and share that with us today. Well, we were talking earlier about scripts and how helpful they are. So I created this free gift just recently, and I've never done this before. I've never shared scripts outside of my program. So only my clients have had these scripts. And it's three key scripts to power up your sales without being salesy. And so these are three scenarios that most entrepreneurs deal with over and over and over again. And the first one is you go to a networking event. Like, what do you say when you try to connect with somebody after the event, right? especially someone that you think you can partner up with? So what do you say? 
Then, like Cindy, we were talking earlier about those pile of business cards. So let's say you went through those pile of cards and there was someone buried deep in there. And, you know, you don't even remember who they are, but you don't want to throw them out. You don't want to throw the card out. Or maybe you do remember, but you feel bad. It's been a year. Like, what do you say when you call that person? And then the last one. Probably very valuable for many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very valuable for a lot of people. And then the last script is what do you say to someone who is interested in working with you? Like maybe you had a conversation with them or a discovery session or whatever you do when you talk to somebody about what you offer and they were interested, but then they went MIA. What do you do? What do you say when you, when you call them? So they're very valuable, very valuable scripts, priceless. It sounds like it. And how, how can someone get that for you? For you? For the link to receive this free gift, and this is not on my website, so I only offer this in very unique situations, and I wanted to do something special for your audience. So you go, yeah, you go to powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash free gift, F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T. So powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash free gift. That is fabulous, it and I'm sure cool. everybody's going to love to get their hot little hands on that. <laughs> Debbie, hope- um, as you found yourself moving, as like you said, you, you moved from, from Wall Street into a more heart-based, um, let's say call it economy or, or business uh, for yourself, do you find that the world is moving that way, or do you feel like there's not a lot of movement? There is a lot more movement. I know people are really, like I said, craving connection. They're create, they're craving uh, that heart-based approach. So I, I do see it changing. That old model, that more masculine model of push, 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 sell, sell, sell doesn't work um, anymore. It hasn't worked for a really long time. So yes, I'm seeing some movement there. And one of the things that I teach, was, which is really about having that balance between the masculine and feminine so the feminine part is where we connect with people the masculine part is where we get stuff done and we need both and men and women we both have these both both parts to us right and so it's really about having that balance so that you're not always showing up in service and never asking people to work with you not making the invitation there's some people who are so much coming from the feminine that they're really uncomfortable inviting people to work with them so they're struggling to grow their business and then, then there are people who are too masculine that are too pushy and too salesy, which was me coming out of Wall Street <laughs> until I learned a new way of being and had an aha moment about how to show up. So we have to have that balance. And that, so yes, people are craving it and things are changing. Uh, and that's why I'm so passionate about doing what I'm doing, because I'm trying to make an impact in this area. Well, one of the things I'd like to leave our listeners with is Debbie's favorite quote, because it also happens to be a favorite quote of one of my dearest friends. And it is from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Oh, my gosh. If you think you can do something, that's why I'm so, so big on setting intention and just putting out there what you want to create. Because if you think you can do it, you, you'll do it. You can do it. If you don't think you can, it's not going to happen. You've just shut down any possibility. So it's and very that's the simple. Road, the roadmap to mindset. Exactly. Exactly. Debbie, you've had a, a, a really wonderful career um, building what, what is a business that, that works really well for entrepreneurs. Do you also recommend uh, people who are business professionals that they, that they work with you as well? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I work with uh, all my clients are entrepreneurs and, and, and small business owners and coaches and entre- um, net- people in network marketing. Oh, for sure. Anyone that needs to make a call to get a client can benefit from working with me. Sweet. And I love, love working with people from corporate because they're really smart, savvy people. They've just never been taught follow-up and sales skills. And so love working with those folks because they're really good at what they do. They've just, ne- they've just always been given the clients. They never had to look for them. So it's a whole different world for them right now. Yeah, do you find that um, when you move from corporate to entrepreneurship that that is, that that, that is the, the issue? There's a lot of specificity, but when it comes to being an entrepreneur, you have to be well, well-rounded. Oh, for sure. Because there's so, like, when they worked in corporate, again, they just focused on their crap, what they were a genius at. And the business was given to them. Now they not only have to deliver their their service, their coaching, whatever it is, 
but they have to market their business. They have to network. They have to follow up with people. They have to invite people to work with them, like all those skills they were never taught. So it's essential. Um, and they're so eager because they're smart and they're savvy and they, they're good at what they do. But once they get this piece in place, then their, you know, their business starts to take off and become so much easier for them. Very cool. We want to thank you again for joining us today. You were hearing from Debbie Hoffman today. Uh, she is the creator of PowerUpYourFollowUp.com. Do check out her free gift, which is at PowerUpYourFollowUp.com forward slash free gift, where you can learn Debbie's three key scripts, which address specific scenarios that entrepreneurs face all the time. And if you'd like to hear some of our past episodes from the Imagine More Success radio show, where we each week we feature a free gift from our guest, go to imaginemoresuccess.net. And if you'd like to learn more about how you can create more money in your business and find new revenue streams, go to findhiddenmoney.com. We just really want to thank you for joining us today. We hope that you're having a wonderful week. We look forward to seeing you and hearing you next week as well. We want to remind you to always realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Mm -hmm.